6.47, Radio Sport, Wednesday the 4th of April, our Commonwealth Games coverage live tomorrow, day one from the Gold Coast uh, with Toyota. Start your impossible. Uh, Jim Dolan, very possible that we can track him down in. We have, here's the sports director for the Australian Radio Network, based out of Sydney, with a lot of cricket to talk about, rugby league, AFL, and in mm. the background, maybe emerging to the front, Jim, today, finally, the Commonwealth Games. Is it going number one? Well, it's very interesting, gentlemen. Good morning. That a survey that was conducted over the weekend came out and showed that 45% of Australians not really bothered by the Commonwealth Games that are starting today, which I'm sure the broadcasters are very, very keen. We seem, we're all hoping and expecting that to change once the coverage gets underway and the games are underway because people just can't help themselves when there's some quality sport on. Yeah, and you know what happens? There's always like some hurdler no one's heard of from Barramundi who comes in and, oh, she's the golden girl. You know, that happens. eh? Every country in the world does that. New Zealand became a snowboarding nation during the Winter Olympics. It happens. Oh, yeah. We all become uh, Winter Olympic experts over those couple of weeks and and then wait another four years before we drag that one out again. But, yes, and, of course, the Commonwealth Games is, well, Australia's loved it for years because we used to do so well. But (laughs) then England sort of got involved, and now you blokes might even sneak up on us this time. Now, uh, one thing I wanted to know was this test match that was just going on uh, in South Africa, obviously this was the one after all the big hoo-ha last time. Did anyone, I mean, what was the interest level on that? Because South Africa gave gave Australia a walloping. Was it something that was kind of swept away to the, the back of the news bulletins? Which test match are you talking about? The yeah. one where New Zealand held on magnificently <laughs> on the last day? Or, or the one where some of our blokes who said, oh, yeah, the effort was there before they went out and collapsed for 7 for 31 against somebody bowling only slightly faster than me? even though he's a, he, he is a fairly handy player. Yeah, um, the interest has been the outrage uh, that the uh, Dave Warner was spotted in Melbourne yesterday that he may appeal his ban, and the story today that Steve Smith may return in county cricket as early as this season. So, yeah, that's created a lot of attention and a lot of people in outrage, and Shane Warne is now leading the charge, saying that James Sutherland and high-performance manager... Pat Howard, they've got to be amongst those who are considered to get the big boot out of everything that's happened in this series. Well, the most interesting comment Warney made was considering maybe stepping in to be head coach and said, look, I'm always there to help no, in any coaching. He was, he was the, Warney was the one that said that the coach is to take you to the game, remember, when yeah, Buchanan right. was the coach. Oh. Absolutely, and you can just imagine with Warney. I, I know a few young blokes who've been on tour when he's been in South Africa and said, oh yeah, he took us to these fantastic strip clubs and yeah, we got to see another side of South Africa we hadn't seen before. So yeah, he'd be a great example to have for our team. He could impart some knowledge, but I just imagine if Warney was coach, how long before he's thinking, you know what, I can still roll my arm over a couple of times. He would hey, do. Give me the new rock, I'm out there. He'd be sitting up in the pavilion smoking a durry. You know, going, you thirsty, boys? You thirsty? Who's thirsty? At the end of the day, it could, it could be actually pretty amazing uh, to get there. Okay, well, uh, and also as well, I see that New Zealand's ahead of you in the test rankings now, and it's cost you $200,000. There you go. So it's a, that's actually, that's going to be about the most horrible thing of the summer, I would imagine, is us being ranked ahead of Australia in cricket. Well, it's our second worst defeat ever, apparently. You have to go back to 1928 before we got beaten by more than 492 runs. Wow. Okay, well, uh, we'll, we'll move on. But now you've rubbed that New Zealand yeah, thing in. Yeah, can we talk about something else? <laughs> okay, well, look, this one here, I know that Kento is very excited about it, and so is Louis, who's on the boards today. Uh, biggest stories coming out of the AFL so far, is there one of those sides that everyone thought was going to be bad that looks like they're really good? 
Well, it's only two rounds into the AFL, so they're sort of finding their way there. And injuries have been a big problem on the weekend. We had a couple of players with some nasty leg fractures, which have turned out to be not so nasty. They're talking you might only miss 12 weeks at the moment, which oh. I would still consider fairly nasty. But, yeah, the AFL just feeling themselves out at the moment. But, you know, when they have a 90,000 crowd the first week and they have about 85,000 the second week, it's all smooth sailing for the AFL so far to start the season. How have you enjoyed the rugby league so far, Jimmy, considering the biggest talk talking point to, to this point through four games, uh, other than the Warriors' tremendous form, of course, the number of penalties that have been dished out by the NRL. Yeah, well, you just got to laugh at some of the reactions, don't you? People are losing their proverbial because of the way that they're being refereed. And Paul Gallen, I think, when he came out of the referee and said, we stayed back for four tackles. You don't expect us to stay back for six um, to stay on side. It's just, yeah, it's it's a battle of wills now. And there's a, some people in the media who are jumping up and down saying, you've got to let them play. Coincidentally, they follow teams that like to get up and smother other sides and, and play that sort of game. Where Others are saying, well, they've come this far. They've got to stick with it now and, and get the players back on side and get them playing balls. But most importantly now, I think, is all the big boys will now also have to consider how they run the ball after Sam Burgess rubbed out for two matches for sticking the bumpers up and copping uh, Josh Morris and the Bulldogs in the throat with his elbow on Sunday. Two games. For something that you'd see every week, I'd suggest there are a number of NRL players that if if that's going to be the standard, their careers might be done. Well, um, Sam Lasani, I don't know how bad the Burgess one was, was, but Lasani was suspended for one game last week from the Warriors for, for doing the same thing. Uh, I think the fact that Josh Morris went down and, and get, being caught in the throat is never pleasant. So I imagine Sam Burgess's elbow to your throat, even accidentally, wouldn't be much of a pleasant thing. And that sort of reaction, I just wonder now if, if somebody, because you see the gamesmanship already, if I'm playing for the, you're using a player as a shield here, I'm going down like I've been run over. Uh, I imagine how many might come reeling out of tackles now, grabbing their head or something to say, oh, he's got me with the elbow, sir. Mm, very interesting. Hey, way to go, Jimmy. Enjoy the opening ceremony tonight. Anything that isn't cricket.